You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. Hello, hello, hello. I hope you are doing well. So today I thought I'd do something a little bit different, a bit more personal. I don't tend to talk much about myself. I just, I guess, I'm a fairly private person and don't really get much opportunity when I'm doing my, uh, if you're on my, you know, mentoring program or I deliver value pack content for 90 minutes every month. Uh, I don't really want to kind of take that away from you by talking about uh, me, but I guess this podcast is uh, a channel where I can now do that to talk to you through this medium and maybe let you into a little bit of what goes on in my world, in my life. Um, so I thought I'd do this episode on uh, what uh, what I get up to all day. Uh, you may have heard that, you know, I don't really spend much time in the practice anymore. I run the practice on less than five hours a week. So what do I do with my time? <laughs> well, I don't sit there twiddling my thumbs or, you know, I, get to sit on a beach all day uh, because I love what I do. I uh, spend most of my time now mentoring and coaching uh, other accountants to help them you know, build a more profitable, successful, impactful accounting firm uh, based on the hard lessons that I've learned over the years since 2008 of trying to figure things out for myself and making all the mistakes under the sun and then going on a journey of uh, discovery and learning and transformation to get to the point where I now, the practice does run without me, so I'm able to give back to uh, you, if you're an accountant, and others like you, to help you not make the mistake that I did and shortcut your progress and learnings to get to, you know, uh, where I have much faster than I did. So, day in my day in the life, I guess, day in the life of Reza what happens? <laughs> well, uh, I tend to, I'm not normally a, a morning person, but I've tried to kind of, I, you know, everything's a muscle, they say, isn't it? So although I'm, I'd say I'm not a morning person, I guess you can make yourself a morning person. Uh, I've been reading The 5am Club recently by Robin Sharma. Um, insightful book. And, uh, you know, it says that all the, you know, the, the success and the greats uh, all wake up early in the morning and they get, you know, a couple of hours of, of, uh, creative work and, uh, impactful work done in that session before everyone else is, uh, has even risen. Um, 5 a.m., not quite there yet, but I have been trying to get a bit up a little bit earlier these days. So I get up around, uh, 6.15, the alarm goes off, and I guess it's helping now that the days are getting a little bit longer, so I have to get up my morning prayers anyway. So I'm up by then, and rather than going back to sleep for another half an hour, uh, I uh, get my um, get my trackies on, get my trainers on, and go for a quick brisk walk to wake myself up. Uh, half an hour walk, listening to some podcasts around the area. We live near the sea, so it's quite nice to kind of be out uh, in nature, that fresh air, the sea breeze, uh, when it's not uh, bucketing down with the rain or uh, blowing a gale, it's um, it's quite nice to be out, out and about in the first thing in the morning uh, before, you know, kids get up and all that craziness to, to deal with. So I get back and then if I have some time, if I've got out early enough, then I might uh, work on my book. I'm working on writing a book at the moment, uh, another book uh, aimed at uh, accountants. Uh, about everything that I've learned and everything that I teach. So uh, I try and do a little bit on that in the morning, uh, but these days not really had much chance. I kind of get back and uh, kids need taken to school, so drop them off, come back, and my mornings always get free. So I use Calendly, which you probably know, to manage my diary, and I have blocked out 
my diary so no one can book a call with me before 1 1 p.m and the reason why is that mornings are for me mornings are when i'm at my best to do my uh, creative my deep work uh, to get my workout in as well so uh, unless it's kind of an emergency there's no calls before 1 p.m so i tend to come back i'll uh, have my coffee around uh, nine o'clock i will then um, uh, get out the laptop and uh, work on on the business so uh, and really this revolves around my coaching and mentoring business uh, which essentially means that uh, either I am uh, creating content that uh, I'll be delivering to members, which I normally deliver once a month, a deep dive training session on an aspect of uh, running a practice around my four pillar framework on pricing people, process or positioning. So at the time of recording, my next session is uh, is next week. We just had one last week. Uh, on, on how to run a discovery call and initial meeting. My one next week is all on websites because I'm running a separate power positioning course, how to win new clients on autopilot. And that'll be around, uh, you know, how to create your website so it converts. So it actually acts as a lead generating tool for you rather than just something that looks pretty but doesn't actually generate you a new business. So excited for that session. Um, and really, I mean, just a spoiler alert, pretty websites don't sell words sell so if we can get the words right then we can actually use our websites as lead generating tools and not just uh, pretty looking things which don't do anything for us so if you're on the program uh, do come along next week it will be a good one so again i get sidetracked i get sidetracked talking about what i'm doing instead of the day in the life <laughs> so okay back to me what do i yeah so that the morning really is spent you know, content generation but also uh, you know, reviewing our systems. So I'm a big believer in systems, actually creating processes, writing up processes. So I'll spend some time doing that as well of uh, honing, of affecting our processes. And the way I would do that is, so for example, you know, we have, uh, say I do a, you know, a podcast uh, or a live event uh, every month. We have, I use Notion to house all our processes and we'd have the event up on there. And then we'd have, you know, things to do for that and reminders that would pop up and a place for me to then draft the the copy for the LinkedIn post that will go out to draft the copy for the description that will then be attached to the podcast uh, when we actually upload it. Uh, everything basically that's required to do for that event will be housed in that event and we'll create a template from it. So the next time we create a podcast, we don't have to then think about all the things we have to do. The template is there. We just create a new template when we add another event onto Notion. It's really simple, really slick in the way it uh, works and it means I can juggle so many things because I have notion to act as my second brain as it were um, as my dashboard for all things to do with my business so you know we have uh, we have a big database on all the video content we produce and everything that's, re that's required to be done off the back of uh, a video that I produce so for example I will just record the video I will then put it onto that page and then my uh, my assistant uh, who's based in Tanzania she will then run the process so she will then take that video she will edit the video she will then uh, there's a space for me to to draft the linkedin copy so i will draft that on the notion page and then it's all ready for her to then post on linkedin post on facebook uh, repurpose that onto twitter and everything else and then put it onto youtube so everything has a process written down so she knows exactly what to do and if she's not around then somebody else can because we've got the whole process written up so i can't emphasize enough the value and benefit of having 
solid processes and systems drawn out, uh, drawn up for everything that you do in your practice, because it really is a lifesaver. It's a game changer. It saves so much time. Uh, I'm able to basically run my whole coaching and mentoring business, which is now uh, over 100 members. We hit that milestone uh, last week. We're over 100 members in the community. And it literally is just me with uh, um, one, yeah, one remote worker who's based in Tanzania, um, who's my kind of operations uh, manager now. She's she kind of came on board as a marketing assistant, but she does pra practically manage my whole operations. Plus, Carol in my office, who uh, is our kind of front of house uh, receptionist PA for our accountancy firm. She helps me out with the admin side of the program. So literally, it, is, it literally just is you know one point two five or one point five. Uh, people plus me um, in the in, to manage the whole business plus Notion. So I basically use Notion as a, an extra uh, pair of hands. It's like an extra employee. I'm probably saving the result. You know, probably saving. I'd say the cost of a full time employee having Notion at my fingertips to manage all of those things. And not only does it help me with manage the program, but also helps me to keep my my brain clear of everything that I have to do because I can rely on Notion. I can trust notion to be my second brain so i don't have to house everything inside my head which is what causes overwhelm because our brain is not for storing ideas it's for having them our brain is for having ideas not storing them that's a, a quote from david allen getting things done um so anyway what, what do i do in the morning yeah that's what i do kind of in the morning on a monday so my call start at uh, 12 30 on a monday so i had my call with zainab who's responsible for my uh, coaching and mentoring program uh we'd have a quick catch up as to what's required in the week in terms of uh, social media posting if we have any events going on say for examples any any webinars any one-off webinars am i putting on what's required for that any emails to go out any promotion to be done any operational things to be done uh, we just cover off and make sure that's all in hand and then on a monday as well i have my team meeting so i have i meet with my team remotely on zoom uh, once a week so we have a it's a team catch-up for 40 minutes 40 45 minutes at 1 p.m on a monday it's just to get a chance to to say hello to the team because otherwise you know they're not really in the office we operate on a row work when where and how you want so most of the team are, are not in the office uh tend to work from home so a good chance just to catch up with everyone and uh talk about uh anything of uh, of importance one thing that uh, i like to do is uh you know we have a, a theme at the moment so we have our kind of objectives for the year we have our our key results uh and one of our themes for this year is to is to write up all our processes um we kind of already had them but you can't get enough and i'm a bit anal about these things so uh and i want my team also to to actually do it so my role is just to kind of keep pushing and egging them on and and showing them how and coaching them in terms of what's required and uh holding them accountable so every week you know we kind of do a show and tell on which process have we written up this week <laughs> keeps them accountable and uh, again it's done on notion so we've been just going through client by client and just writing up any any notes that would be useful so if somebody's not around what happens rather than uh, your colleague being uh, you know frantically trying to decipher from previous emails or you know correspondence what's going on if they just had one place to go to where they could get a quick snapshot of what the client's about, who to contact, any particular quirks with, with regards to their bookkeeping or their VAT or their accounts, it's all there in one place. And our practice management solution, Glide, isn't really 
uh, fit for purpose in terms of being able to do that. So we've built it in Notion where we house those processes. So that works pretty well for us. So my team meeting lasts about 45 minutes on uh, on a Monday, and that's pretty much the only contact I'll have with the uh, with the whole team. And then throughout the course of the week, uh, I may have um, ad hoc calls when when they need me, but by and large, uh, my team are great. They crack on. They're autonomous. They're responsible. They're responsible. You know, they get. They make sure the deadlines are are dealt with. They make sure that clients are happy. They make sure that uh, you know they field all the calls from clients. Um, so I don't really need to get involved in the practice on that side of things. Uh, I'm working on our marketing campaign at the moment for our new brand, Capture Accounting. So I have a call on a Monday afternoon at 4.30 with an agency that I'm working with on a Facebook ad campaign to target content creators and influencers for the new brand that we developed, Capture Accounting. Um, and we are trying to, uh, so we're targeting these creators with uh, a campaign which gets them to uh, download our lead magnet that we have created to get them into the funnel and then uh, reaching out to them uh, through a series of emails and a nurture campaign to get them to book a call with us. So that's been running for uh, a couple of months now. Um, not quite seeing much results yet, but with these things, you've just got to be patient. There's been a lot of changes with iOS that were made last year, so that's affected the effectiveness of Facebook ads. And you know, uh, I would say disclaimer here, uh, and it's something I teach members in my mentoring program, don't jump to Facebook ads if you haven't, if you're not clearly dialed in on who your target audience is, you know, they're um, just adopting Facebook ads without without getting clear on your strategy will mean that you're just going to throw good money after bad. So it's not for everyone. Um, you know, we had, uh, you know, we, we know that we're going to have to spend significant amounts. We've already spent probably in the region of about over two months, I think I'm spending about thousand pounds a month on ads, plus about another seven hundred and fifty for the management side of things. So we're talking about yeah, we've probably spent about five grand at the moment on an ad campaign because it takes a while to tweak it, to get it right, to change the copy, to change the images, change the audiences, to seeing what works. But the only reason I'm doing this is because I'm very clear on who my target audience is. We're really dialed in on who it is that we want to attract. And when you're dialed in on the who, then the what and the how becomes easier. Then we know where they hang out. So we know we can place our adverts in places where we know they're going to hang out. Like for these guys, it's going to be Instagram. And we know what demographic they are. We can further uh, dial in on their uh, on their demographic, the age range. So they're all between sort of 20 and 30, 35 year olds. We know what their interests are. So again, with Facebook ads, you the more laser focused you are, the more interests that you can put in to help Facebook find these people, the better. So we know that we're, we're targeting fitness influencers initially because we've got quite a few of those. So we know we can put interests like Gymshark and uh, um, you know, bodybuilding federations and that kind of thing to help the algorithm find our target audience. So that's something that I'm kind of working on the marketing side of things. So that probably takes about another hour or so uh, or two a week at the moment. And then about if we have, you know, if I have a prospect call, then you know, I might, that might take another hour or so uh, and throughout the course of the week. So and, um, you know, if if, uh, if my team need me, then they'll reach out to me. But generally, you know, they're quite self-sufficient. So on average, I probably spend about, yeah, between anywhere between five to ten maximum hours a week on the practice which means the rest of the time I am 
uh, dedicating to my mentoring and coaching business, basically doing a lot of marketing, <laughs> doing a lot of marketing uh, in the morning and uh, content preparation in the morning, and then afternoons are my coaching calls. So I have now uh, probably I think over. 20, I think 20, 23 coaching clients that I help on a one-to-one -one that are part of my mastermind groups. So my mentoring program is a one-to-many type program where I deliver deep dive training coaching for at scale. So anyone can join the program from anywhere in the world. I have members that dial in from Australia, from uh, America, from Canada, from Scandinavia, from South Africa, all over the world. And you get to benefit from essentially live coaching for me, which is otherwise on a one-to-one -one basis would would uh, would cost more than uh, between fifteen hundred and three thousand pounds a month. So clearly not uh, not accessible for most, and therefore the mentoring program is uh, is a great way to to access the training, the coaching that I provide on a uh, much lower investment. So great value. Um, if I do say so myself, <laughs> uh, so that that's what I do, and I, I take great care to you know to make sure that the content I provide is highly valuable, highly practical, contains templates and resources that I've created in my firm, so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's a shortcut for you to be able to learn to basically pick up from what I've created. So I share things like brochures, proposal templates, and Notion templates, and things like that, so you can crack on and hit the ground running and don't have to spend the hours and thousands that I have done to create those resources. You get them as part of the program. So where was I? So that's my kind of, yeah, so the coaching calls take place in the afternoon. So from 1 p.m. onwards, then people have access to my diary. So my one-to-one -one clients can uh, access my diary to book their coaching calls in, which I would then do in the afternoon. And then typically pen off around 6 p.m., 5.30 p.m., try and get home by 6, 6.30 to then uh, spend time with the kids in the evening before, yeah, before they before they go to sleep. I don't tend to, to work uh, in the evenings. Um, family time with four kids. Uh, I try and spend a little bit of time with them. Uh, my kids are now how old? 10, 8, 10, 12, and 14. 12 and 14 year old, yeah, teenagehood, doing their own thing. But the 8 and 10 year old still think that uh, we as parents are their world. So that's quite nice, making the most of that before... Uh, they too turned into teenagers and don't want to know us. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I think I've rattled on quite a bit here. Wow, 18 minutes. Um, so I think hopefully that, you know, you've, um, I don't know whether you've got value from that or not. Uh, if you have, and you kind of like that, getting an insight into my world, into my life, uh, would love to hear from you. Let me know on LinkedIn. Uh, if you think I should just stick to uh, talking to you, helping you about, uh, you know, actually growing your practice, then <laughs> let me know. And uh, I will focus on that as well. And I, I plan to, of course, I don't plan to do many more of these type of sessions unless, unless there's a demand to do so, in which case I will. But otherwise, hope you found that useful. Take care. Have a great day. And I'll speak to you very soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. For more free content, videos, and resources, visit www.rezahuda.com. And if you haven't already, come and join the community in our Transform Your Profits Facebook group, where we support each other to build more successful, profitable, and impactful accounting firms.